Welcome to Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family in Oklahoma City. I'm Erin Page, and today we are talking about a local nonprofit that supports families with seriously ill or injured children. Joining us are Susan Adams, President and CEO of Ronald McDonald House Charities of Oklahoma City, and local mom, Lindsay Jones. Welcome to you both, and thanks so much for being here. Well, thank you, Erin. Thank you for having us. I'm, I'm glad to have you. I'm excited to learn more about all the great things that are going on with Ronald McDonald House Charities. You strive to provide programs that strengthen families during difficult times with chapters around the world. Here in Oklahoma City, our local chapter provides a home away from home for families whose seriously ill or injured children are receiving medical treatment in the metro. Oftentimes, I know what I think of first, I think what a lot of people think of first when we think of Ronald McDonald House Charities is a place to stay overnight for the families of kids receiving medical care. And that is a big part of how you were able to support families. But in addition to that, families like Lindsay's who may not need a place to stay overnight are still benefited greatly by the Ronald McDonald Family Room at Oklahoma Children's Hospital. Lindsay, will you tell us your family story and how the family room has been a help and a comfort for you? Absolutely, thank you, Erin. So uh, back in 2019, the fall of 2019 in September, uh, my daughter got very sick unexpectedly, very unaware it was what happened on maybe a Friday with a little bit of a cold, went to the emergency room on Sunday, sent us home with an inhaler, to Monday being put in the PICU, like things happen very, very quickly um, for her. And so we were admitted into the PICU at Children's Hospital on that Monday night and her oxygen levels were just tanking drastically and nobody could figure out what was happening, um, why a quote unquote pneumonia was getting worse. Um, you know, all of the things were just, and it was one of those times that we didn't have time to prepare. It wasn't like, it was, I was at work. My husband called me, said they admitted her. And so I was rushed over there. I was still in work clothes. And what happened to be a conversation turned into, okay, now we are going to have to sedate her because she's on so much oxygen that her body's just fighting it. And it just, it, and just kind of spiraled from there. Um, so when we went there, I actually didn't even know the Ronald McDonald house had a family room. And about two days into my experience, because um, in the PICU, they don't have like shower rooms and things like that in those spaces. Um, the nurse was like, did you know that we had a family room? I was like, no, where? Because <laughs> I hadn't taken a shower what it felt like two days. Um, Sailor was her name's Sailor, and she was sedated at this point. And so we were just trying to figure out what's happening. Our family was scared. I had a little boy, just he's about 18 months older than her. And so dad was having to stay home with him. Um, we were just trying to figure it out. And uh, so I was like, great. Next time the doctor comes in, I'm going to ask for like 30 minutes just to go down there and see. And when I walked in, I was just like, Oh, okay. They had laundry. I could do laundry. I got to take a shower. I didn't have anything with me. Um, so 
I was, they had all the supplies I needed. They had a space over to the side where you can come and just relax if you had our family. So throughout the week, we were able for the couple of weeks we were there to use the room and the space while we were there with her. And it just made my experience, the tragic experience of not knowing what was happening with my daughter. It made the experience safe for me. And I felt like taking the 30 or 45 minutes in the family room every day made me a better mom to come back to her and be able to kind of help advocate for her and her care and all of those things. And my husband wasn't having to worry about you go home and then back and forth with traveling because we lived on the northwest side of the city. And it was just really complicated. So I felt like that space for us became a home away from home for me to be a better mom um, to her. And then eventually, I, it was I, it's just the weirdest thing. The, they, they didn't know what medication to give her, whatever. And then finally, her oxygen levels, they tried everything, all these different things. And about five, six days later, she just woke up. And then it just continually got better. But that's that small amount of time that we were able to be there, that space for us was really, really vital in our journey for her, her healing journey. It was less, I don't know, I felt better to be able to wash my hair. <laughs> How important that is to everybody else. But it was just, I felt like a normal person. I hadn't been in the, you know, I was able to change my clothes and do all the things that I feel like are important when you're having to stay at the hospital long term. Lindsay, that is such a powerful story. And first of all, I want to say, I'm so happy and grateful that Sailor is doing well and that your story has such a positive ending. Um, I think all moms can resonate so much with what you are saying, even if we haven't been in as drastic a medical situation with one of our kids. You know, when we have a little bit of time and space to take care of ourselves, we are better moms all around for yeah. our kids. Um, so I, I'm, I can feel the emotions of your story as you're talking. Um, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Susan, as you are listening to Lindsay's story, um, again, what is it like for you and your staff to have the opportunity to support families like Lindsay's? Well, Lindsay, we thank you for sharing your story. You're, you're so generous to do that. And it's always gratifying to know when we've really helped someone, it's made an impact, made something easier because we know families who are going through something like this. Um, there's not a doubt in my mind, if you could have traded places with Sailor, you would have traded places with her. There's not a mom or a parent that isn't thinking that with every cold sniffle or broken leg. And um, you certainly were there by her side, um, pulling for her, showing her your love. It really is one of the most gratifying experiences to help someone who um, is in need. And I cannot praise our guest services staff enough because they greet visitors in the family room and guest families at the house. They have welcoming smiles, listening ears. Um, whether a family is experiencing a setback or whether a family is celebrating a milestone and gets to go home soon, they are there standing by that family every step of the way. And when a family goes home, we're excited for that family to be able to take their child home. But when um, their family is uh, having a setback, we, we miss them. We miss, what I'm trying to say is that when, they're, when you're going home, we're so excited for you to be going home, but we've gotten to know you and be a part of your forever family. And that um, 
we miss you when you're gone too. So we love it when families come back and visit and tell their story. I love that. Lindsay, in addition to the services and programs you have had access to, how impactful for you has the opportunity been to connect with other families in similar situations through Ronald McDonald House Charities? Yeah, so last year I had the opportunity um, to onboard uh, with Dell Technologies. I'm the site program manager there for them. And my world got bigger. So what, what I mean by that is, is that onboarding with them, I became a community initiative partner working with our community partners. And I got to meet Susan and Judy and all of these other people. And I was just like, wow, my world just got bigger because what was me just being a parent on a PICU floor, now I got to meet the people that actually run it and are boots on the ground. And then from there, my perspective changed and I got to be involved in the opportunities of how they were helping our community. And so I almost consider myself like an advocate for them. What started as just me being a mom, a scared mom in the PICU, I got an opportunity and then now I even have bigger opportunities on connecting with them and giving back. So what was a scared moment in our lives became a huge opportunity for me in Oklahoma City, not just as like what happens for me, but what I can do for other families and meeting other families last year and their stories and just whether they're like mine or they stayed at the Ronald McDonald House for a, permanent amount or for a temporary amount of time and being able to tour the facilities and just really knowing the impact that they're doing has impacted me. Um, just by a small job change, it was just a really cool experience to see and connect with what they're doing here in Oklahoma City and how I could help in big or small ways. That's so impactful. And I love that you have been able, like you said, to turn a, a really difficult, scary situation into an opportunity to connect and give back to others. That is beautiful. Susan, will you tell us more about the Ronald McDonald House where families can stay overnight, which is also located at Children's Hospital? I understand you all have recently been able to expand that. So yes, the Ronald McDonald House is located in Garrison Tower, which is the former children's hospital. And it's connected by a skywalk um, that's completely enclosed in inclement weather. Um, so the families are just step, steps away from their child's bedside at Children's Hospital. We expanded to 40 rooms to serve more families during the pandemic. And we can provide capacity for up to nearly 15,000 nights a year for families. But I think the most important part of that in providing this place like home is that we're saving families over $1 million annually in temporary living expenses so they can be by their child's side and actively involved in their care as Lindsay was able to be with sailors. Um, so inside the Ronald McDonald house, um, unlike the family room, you'll find private bedrooms with in-suite bathrooms. There are laundry facilities like we have at the family room, but there are also spacious kitchens, dining rooms, well-stocked pantries for meal service three times a day, laundry areas, um, but there are also living areas and play areas. Some of the families stay with us for a very very long time and it could be well over 100 close to 200 nights for some families that they're away from home with a hospitalized child so um, having a place like home for these families is very important to us in providing this we also have play areas for siblings so that families can stay together that's a very important part of what we're able to do for families no mother should have to choose between saying good night 
to their children. Ooh, that gives me chills. Um, I, that is incredible. The, and I don't know that I had really thought about it from the perspective of the amount of money that families are saving by having the opportunity to stay there. Um, not only are they close to their child, but they're not having to worry about that expense on top of all the other expenses they have going on. Lindsay, oftentimes it's hard for friends or families of parents who have kids receiving long-term medical care to know how to help in a way that is truly helpful um, and effective. Will you share with us some things that have been helpful for your family on your journey? Yeah, I think staying connected is um, important, even taking turns with, you know, checking in on their family, whether they're there or they've gone home. I think it's important to, um, you know, for me, it was, sure, meals are great or, you know, text messages are great, but sometimes like a phone call or coming and I remember a few of my friends just came and like sat with me and that meant more to me than anything they could have brought just because it's like when you stare at your child that's completely sedated and has tubes coming all out and you're constantly looking at that your the hope that you have inside starts to get depleted you want to stay strong and that's why having that moment to go to those family rooms and get you know have a moment away or even if I did want to go away and didn't want to leave Sailor, some of those people would come and sit in the room while I was able to go away. Not everybody can do that, but if you can, just being a person that just comes and either sits or brings a book or sits while they're able to go off to the family room and take a shower. So they feel, you know, because as a mom, we all feel like we don't want to leave. You know, what if the doctor comes? You know, what if they come and do something else? Like you get start to get really nervous. And so those are really, really vital in my journey while I was at the hospital. And then when I left, you know, those were really big uh, points for me of just staying connected in what I needed in the time. Most of the time it wasn't food per se. It was either conversation or allowing me to go to the space that was provided for me and still feel like Sailor was being watched. That's a really good reminder because I think, um, Oftentimes as moms, we want to do something and it's a good reminder that sometimes just our presence, sometimes we don't, we don't have to make grand gestures, um, but just being present for those um, who, who need us is important. Susan, will you tell us more about how local families can get involved in volunteering or supporting the mission of Ronald McDonald House Charities? Well, we love volunteers and um, I should shout out to Dell because their employees are incredible volunteers, have been for probably the 10 years I've been with Ronald McDonald House Charities and Lindsay and her family as well. But we have a lot of volunteer opportunities. Our guest chef program is one of our most popular um, opportunities. The guest chef program is where groups um, such as a church, a school, a company, or even friends and family um, come together. They provide a meal, they cook it in our kitchen and they serve dinner and um, get to visit with our families in the evening. 
wish list drives are something else where uh, groups gather um, items for our pantry or other house supplies, and that helps defray our operating costs. And then we also have volunteers who assist us at our reception desk. They might be helping families um, from out of town figure out where the drugstore is or answering questions about things that are available or things they need um, for their room. Uh, and of course, in addition to volunteering, donations, large and small, help keep our families free to programs at all times. So donation and volunteer information can be found on our website at rmhc-okc.org. Perfect. Um, those are some great ways, not just for parents to get involved, but we often have um, lots of families who are looking for volunteer opportunities. And several of those things you mentioned are great for families to get to do together. Yes. Susan, as we're looking kind of long-term, what is your vision for how the impact of Ronald McDonald House Charities will continue to grow in Oklahoma City to be able to support more families? Well, Erin, growth is the operative word. Um, there are so many families that need our help. 11 years ago, when I first came to the charity, we had 19 rooms for overnight stay. So just prior to our expansion, now we have 40 rooms, but just prior we were turning families away 2,200 times each year because we did not have enough rooms. So our vision and our charity strategic plan for our chapter has been to have the right number of rooms in the right location in our community. And we are growing um, from those 19 rooms um, to 76 rooms here in the next couple of years. There are families seeking treatment at other area of hospitals, Mercy, Integris, Bethany Children's Health Center, and those families need our support just as much as the families at OU need our support. A critical factor, um, you know, and, and, and you mentioned this, Lindsay, and families taking time from self-care is distance from their child's bedside. You know, if you have to travel, if you're in traffic, um, the distance and the drive time from these partner hospitals is simply too great to our program facilities at um, Oklahoma Children's Hospital, even if we had the additional capacity to serve them there. So we need the right number of rooms in the right location. Um, parents wonder what would happen if they're not able to come back to the hospital in time. You know, they can't park. Parking is usually a challenge, challenge everywhere. So, but as we said, self-care is so important to families with a child who's hospitalized that is in medical crisis. So we have raised $4.1 million towards a $9 million campaign to build a new 36-bedroom Ronald McDonald House in Northwest Oklahoma City to serve families seeking treatment at these partner hospitals. We are $2.9 million from groundbreaking. The longer it takes us to raise this money, the longer these families are going unserved. So that is really the vision for growth, to have the right number of rooms in the right locations and not have to turn families away. It is one of the hardest things that we have to do as a charity is tell a family that we do not have a room for them tonight. Well, that's very exciting to hear about the vision and the growth that is anticipated. And as a mom, I'm for our, all of our mom and dad listeners, I feel like that was a very good call to action that we can all step in um, somehow to support your mission. I think it's very easy for parents to listen to your story, Lindsay, and stories like yours, and we can picture ourselves in your situation. Um, you know, it's, it's easy for us to have empathy because we all know what it feels like just to have a sick child and how, like you said, Susan, we wish that we could take on, even if it's a cold or the flu, we wish we could take that on for them. Um, so I think we all have um, a responsibility here too, to help families that um, are in more difficult situations than we are. 
Lindsay, as we wrap up our conversation today, we know our families here in the Metro are surrounded by a lot of heaviness. So I'd like to leave our listeners with some encouragement. Whether it's in your home or your work or out in the community, where are you finding hope as a mom right now? Um, I thought about this question. I had two things that came to mind. One is my family. Um, I feel like when everything else gets stripped away at the end of the day and when the world seems to be going crazy and formula shortages and you feel like everything's happening and just the stress of trying to take care of your family, they're there. And even if it's not, you say, well, Lindsay, I don't have a family to go to. The community that you surround yourself with, blood related or not, is really, I feel like where we can find hope. It's like when everything else goes away, they're still there smiling at you. Your kids are still smiling at you and still, you know, they don't care as much. They just want your love and attention. And so I found that that's where for me, I found a lot of hope in a world that's scary right now. Um, and when all of the, all the things come together, that's where I found hope. And the other thing is I absolutely love Oklahoma city and I love giving back to it and I love getting connected. And, you know, for a long time, I felt like that had to be something big. Like I have to do something big to make an impact in Oklahoma city. And then I realized, you know what, that doesn't make a difference. Me just doing something makes a difference. So whether it's, taking water to a school or going to be a guest chef at Ronald McDonald House or even connecting with some of the things just for Walk for Kids is coming up for them and volunteering there or doing various things allows me to not only get hope for our city, but also give it in a way. And I think that that's, that's almost like a counteracting for me I'm able to give hope but I'll, in the same way I'm like wow there's a lot of great things here in this city for me as a mom as a woman um, as a community advocate all of those things and so those are just where I try to tap into and remember that even in crazy seasons and crazy times like if I kind of stay steadfast on those two things it's really important for me Lindsay, that is the exact message that we all need to hear right now. I know I, I needed to hear it. And I, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to be making a list of the places that I can give some hope because you're right. That is exactly when we get it back ourselves is when we give to others. And there's, there's no more important message than that focus on our families and our kids. Um, when every when you take away everything else, that's that's why we do what we do as moms. Thank you guys so much for joining me for this today. This was so impactful, inspiring, um, and thank you both so much for the incredible work that you guys are doing in the community on behalf of families. Thank you. Great. Thank you, Erin. For our listeners, you can learn more about Ronald McDonald House Charities of Oklahoma City and how you can get involved at rmhc-okc.org. Thanks everyone for listening. Join us next time on Raising OKC Kids.